All right, hey guys, oh, man, one second. Take two. <laughs> Action. Hey guys, you're listening to the Technology Podcast. We're back. Um, I'm here with my quarantines, Jamal and Marvin. Yeah. How are you guys doing? Yeah, man. What? Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my man. Um, in today's episode, we're going to be discussing mobile app development, uh, specifically my journey through it. Um, and yeah, how about we start with the 5G theory or just 5G in general? Do you guys have any thoughts on 5G? What the hell is going on with 5G? I have not kept up to whatever everybody's freaking out about. Last thing I heard, was that people were linking this to coronavirus. Exactly. I can't be asked. The C word. I cannot be asked. But... Did, did you guys actually dig into, you know, what people were saying, the conspiracies out there? Having a time. From the video I saw, basically, this video was like, apparently it was removed from YouTube. And there was mm. like a certain link that you had to click on. Yeah, you had to click on. And it was shared like... No GC, so I clicked on it, and then it was just basically talking about how in China that's like the origin, that's where five G is heavy, or like Huawei. Why would they pronounce that company? So Huawei, Huawei, oh, they crucified me, yeah, Huawei. Come, so they've got established there, and that's where apparently five G is. You no, know, it's an effect there, and it's all secretive. Apparently. You know, because you know it hasn't. It's only China that is happening in like this thing that is, is is occurring, and so apparently that's how the thing is all spreading. That apparently is sending out some signals that you know are affecting the human race, and it's just spreading. Yeah, yeah. That's, I, that's I, more I, that's from that video. Mm, that's mostly similar to the to the um, audio that I I basically heard. Um, you know, the, the China, the Huawei stuff, um, I heard some reports of it going down in Italy that, you know, they've got them heavily invested in 5G, hence why cases that are bad. Mm. Um, it's, I, I love a good conspiracy theory and I, I love it. I love it. Can't get enough of it. But um, to then substantiate from that and draw a conclusion from that, it's, it's, it's kind of wild, right? They reckon that um, the, the, the cells in the skin they're trying to fight back against um, all of this 5G because at the end of the day, it's ionizing really radiation. Really? And because of that, because of the, 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 the body trying to defend itself, coronavirus is the then, you know, reaction. So wild stuff. Wild stuff. You don't look impressed. Because I just don't like, bro, the amount of stuff that cons- we apparently have around us that just radiates any form of heat and or magnetic waves or whatever that could actually harm us. It just seems like another notch to the pole. And whenever I hear it, I need to do research to fully know whatever is actually going on and what's being said. Cause a lot of the time I just try and like see where everything lands before mm. I start to, to fully solidify an opinion. I may have like a first, like, Oh, first thought, but really we, I don't know what the long-term effects of having 5g are really. We're just looking at how um, it could really affect us getting information. But mm. other than that, like I have no idea what's what it's supposed to benefit us or in like anything at all. I just know that it's a new, um, in fact, no, I, I literally know nothing. I'm going into this blind because as much as I hear, I hear more of negatives and the race that using 5G within or between America and China mm. than I do hearing, I hear about anything concerning what 5G actually does. So hopefully we can actually have that, that explained here because I have, I'm, I'm going in blind. I'm going in <laughs> fully blind. Because you see it like, on social media, you see people going up to these workers Let's say it actually isn't 5G now, but we don't actually know. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. You see people coming up to like workers that are just doing their job, installing things, you know, and they're getting bashed by people. Like, oh, you see people recording them. Or oh, why are you doing this? Why are you installing 5G? Imagine being a worker now and then you're getting harassed. <laughs> imagine, imagine if it isn't, let's say it isn't 5G. Imagine that, fam. So it's like, there's this, you know, notion going around, ah, oh, 5G is the cause, you know. I don't know. Yeah, stress. I mean, we, I don't know the thing. 
Will we ever know? Would he just say, oh, it's from bats? Mm. Mm. The powers that I, I left and I came back. What? <laughs> I had to quickly hand something over. What was that? So basically, like, um, what Jamal is trying to say is, uh, you know, there's, there's the 5G theory and then there's the theory that um, the actual coronavirus uh, first actually started from livestock or bats. Um, okay. So just basically saying, will, will we ever actually know? Yeah. Oh, like with a lot of stuff on this earth, no, we, we probably will hear a lot of rumours yeah. and we will know the very tip. And if you really want to research, you'll find out. Like me at some point, hopefully I'll find out what's going on. But with this whole notion around like this whole thing going around about 5G, like, should they still go ahead and do it? Because people, there's some people that are against it. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like you're bringing out something now and half of the world is against it. Will you still go ahead? But it probably will still go ahead because obviously everything rolls around money, but hey. Yeah, of course. I mean, the, 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 the transmission speeds, like I, I watch a video um, of, you know, you can go on those, um, like in your browser, you can type in test my connection or whatever um, the site may be. This yeah. guy's speeds is, is bits per sec. Bro, they were, they were crazy. They were crazy. How much are we talking? Video. Um, I think about 2K. I tr- I'll, try, I'll try and link you to the video. Um, Where was he? I have no idea. No idea. Okay, because I would like to know network provider area he's in. Because if you're like in the middle of London, then sometimes your network can be a bit trash. But then the further out you go, well, depending on the network provider and everything, it can actually be affected. So where I am, um, my network right now is really good. But that's because we're with Sky. And with Sky, like in certain areas, if they've got, um, I don't know if Sky has fiber optic. But if, if anything, if everything's actually set up correctly, you can have really good um, internet speed. So where I am right now, incredibly good mm. in comparison to where I was previously which was like zone 2 London <laughs> you know what I mean which wasn't perfect like near the centre of London so yeah I think it depends but 2k Jesus is large what's that Three, 30 times my current speed it was mad bro it was crazy um, I couldn't make my eyes uh, it's too bad I didn't check the authenticity of that. Um, obviously, I had to prepare for other things. But if I do come across it, I'll send it over to you guys. Okay, I want to see it. I want to see what's going on. Um, but what do you think it's going to have to take to just roll it out so 5G is widely available for everybody? They need to say... Wow. They, they need to come out and say that, you know, they need to give facts that 5G is not the course of... Um, pandemic that everyone they need to bring out facts that's it that's the only way they can save themselves right now nah because it doesn't matter how much facts you bring if someone wants to be ignorant they're going to be ignorant isn't it? Yeah. that's the thing like you can bring out facts someone can literally logically tell you 5G does not cause X, Y and Z right and they are the um, body the governing body for that thing and there is some fool out in the forests and fields of wherever the hell, right? So they're like, no, nah, the government's lying to you. And you're going to be like, okay, so I've tried to give you the information and you still don't want to be, I, you know what I mean? So <laughs> it doesn't matter. I think, I don't, I, we don't actually know because you're not going to eradicate ignorance. Mm-hmm. You know, I think people will just accept it. They're going to, they're going to do it anyway. Yeah, I mean, like, technology is going to continue moving forward whether or not everybody does or doesn't accept it. So if 5G is just a provider of um, improved network speeds and or, um, yeah, improved network speeds and data transfer, then they're going to continue doing it, you know. Everybody's going to come up with their own conspiracy theory concerning what it is, but it's not going to change. Yeah, and one of the major things is, obviously, when you're using uh, innovative tech, you never really know the effects of that until, you know, years, decades later. So to even, you know, come out and really say that, yeah, this does not lead to X, Y, Z, it's safe for everyone to use. I don't actually think we can def- definitively know just yet. That's my personal opinion. Um, yeah. I, sorry, I had to turn off the mic for a sec. I think as we do kind of wait and see, I don't think it's going to be anything too massive. I think, what 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 is it mainly for? Because I know that the the idea of having, or not even the idea, the Internet of Things is something mm. that's rapidly growing. So you having your 
um, Alexa, which is connected, which is now going to involve your um, washing machines, doorbells, um, home security systems. Um, I think some fridges are now smart fridges. Um, mobile phones, then ev- like literally everything is now connected. In, in fact, my time out before I start giving out information about myself, but thermostats as well. Yeah, I mean, thermostats as well connect to the internet. Things like there's so many different things connected to it. Is it just now expanding the horizons as to what can be connected and what, what information could probably be transmitted and what speeds? I guess so, yeah. I guess so. Uh, that makes sense. You know, I'm again misinformed about that, but that would be my assumption. You know, I even saw one guy that um, released a product that, you know, you can control your kettle from your phone. <laughs> Why? <laughs> we need to sit down and relax. Like, is, is there a point where technology eclipses us getting like certain forms of just menial exercise? Mm. Get up and go turn on your kettle. You don't, it's not, it's not that deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like for, for, oh, to facilitate something like self-driving cars, for example, I can see why. Yeah. You know, that makes sense to me. That's a uh, good point, actually. The mass spread facial recognition that they t- that they're trying to roll in again, that makes sense to me. So again, I agree with you, Jamal. Maybe it's just a thing of money. Uh, if they want to see it widespread, they will. Mm. I think they're going to do that anyway. Like when you said it's a thing of money, what do you, what do you specifically mean? Like how are you talking about them having the funding to be able to do it? Is it them working out how much it's going to cost to to roll out or fully roll out five G in this country? Are you, is that where you're going? To you know, that? I feel like people still like, for example, that obviously you're referring. Oh, I've got five. Like, let's say people are trying to they're on contract now, and you know, the phone company is trying to upsell to them, oh, give you 5G. That's how they're getting money. Wait, Jamal, Jamal, you're going to have to rewind. You sound like dubstep. One more time. I said dubstep. <laughs> I said, it's like, like <laughs> I was just wondering. <laughs> oh, my internet is Sorry. terrible. But yeah. And the thing is that maybe I'm you need 5G. Is it? Maybe. I don't have fiber optic in this area, Marvin. And I'm on Sky, by the way, like you. So when you said your Sky is working, I was like, really? Bro. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's just area. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> area. But I was saying, yeah, that it's money because at the end of the day, most people that are on contract, they're going to have 5G. When your contact is like, when people want to renew it, they're going to be upselled. Oh, see, we got the late, you, you can get the latest phone and guess what? We can also give you 5G and people will continue buying into it. Oh, so you're, you're kind of comparing it to like uh, latest releases of, let's say, um, Apple or Samsung products. Mm. Uh, so let's say the new Samsung Galaxy, whatever, or the new iPhone ZY or whatever they want to call it. <laughs> all right moving swiftly on um so yeah mobile app development what can i say about that so basically for the past let's say maybe five months um i've been working with react native specifically react native not react um currently but react native uh for those of you that don't know what that is it was um a framework released by facebook in 2015 um, so it's, you can basically use React Native to create great looking um, user interfaces uh, in like half the time of maybe developing using just native apps. Mm. Um, so I guess where, where I first wanted to start this discussion is just maybe what you've been noticing um, about what these major tech companies are doing and releasing. You know, like Google have got stuff like Flutter. Um, which is, again, similar to React Native. I don't know whether you guys have heard of it. Um, basically, it's hybrid, hybrid mobile app development. You can use that to develop across iOS and Android. Um, so, yeah, what do you guys think? I mean, I shared a graphic with you guys earlier about what Amazon are doing and how they're across different different sectors. They are um, dominating. dominating. Yeah. So, what, what do you guys reckon about um, 
the use of uh, hybrid apps, are they good? Are they bad? Do you like them? Would you prefer native apps to just code in Objective-C, maybe Java for Android, uh, and so on and so forth? Or do you like the sound of you know, hybrid apps? Is this a new term that just came out recently? This is not new. I'm fairly new. Okay, fairly new. Fairly um, new, as in how new is new? We have, we have the power of the internet. Let's see. When did Google release Flutter? Because I think it's very interesting to see how there are terms coming out, and I'm like, okay, this shows how big or vast computing is and or computer science is. Because when you're, you're using the term like hybrid app, I'm like, okay, so we had, um, what's it, responsive apps. We had apps that were really like web apps that can also be transferred to mobile devices so when you're saying like oh hybrid app i'm like i have i have never heard that term before no i've i'm looking like solid dried fish right now like i don't know ways you know what i mean so go on explain it explain i want to hear more what does hybrid app mean all right, um, so to answer the question I posed earlier, um, Google released Flutter in 2017, so fairly new, fairly recent. Um, okay. So essentially to give you some context, you know, some, some backstory to the history of mobile app development, you know, like you sort of have two options, right? You can either use native apps or hybrid apps. Um, so if you want to go native, you know, your vanilla Java, whatever you're using, uh, you may come across things like Objective-C, Swift, iOS, or Java for Android um, to program uh, native apps. Now, a benefit with native apps is it gives you more flexibility um, mm-hmm. as, as opposed to hybrid apps where they like everything is released in lib- libraries and you have things released by a component. Um, so mm. if you can imagine how that, that's going to work, let's say like if you see what, popular apps like Twitter, Instagram are doing, they've released like a, a dark mode theme, right? Mm. Um, so let's say a new release came out like dark mode. Uh, typically what you'd find is it would be released on um, native apps first and then hybrid would sort of follow behind. Uh, and that's, that's just simply because it takes time for these developers to, to develop their libraries. So, you know, you always have that lag. So a benefit of hybrid apps you always have that flexibility. Um, they're more responsive. They're faster. Not to say that um, uh, hybrid apps are, you know, drastically slow, but you, you tend to find that um, native apps are, are a lot faster than hybrid apps. Uh, what else can I tell you about them? Um, if you want to develop native apps, normally you would probably need a higher investment, um, a better pool of talent. And your cost is probably going to be much, much higher. Uh, hence why companies then, you know, the, the demand for hybrid apps is down there. So let me give you an example of um, some, some hybrid apps. Uh, you've got like companies that use hybrid apps, actually. Um, let me know if you actually knew this or not. So number one, yeah. Uber. Has a hybrid app. Yep. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, Uber. Um, so apparently they don't, uh, um, Uber actually doesn't have a lot of their own code. Uh, most of it is just used by, um, let's say, um, it's just uh, APIs. A lot of it, just I've, APIs. I heard about this. Um, so <laughs> if you look about this. Uh-huh. If you look into Google, well, you can see yeah, it actually makes sense. Uh, so more examples um, of a native app include things like PayPal and Gmail. Maybe you knew him, maybe you didn't. Um, uh, PayPal actually does make sense, actually. Mm. PayPal makes a lot of sense. We'll carry on. All right, so eventually I hope to you know go on and develop and use all of these different maybe frameworks, maybe go, go native eventually. But I've started with React and React Native, um, and I'm loving it so far. Um, a little later, I'll show you a demo of one of the features that I, I do like and love. 
Um, but for now, uh, I'll just talk to you through what I have been working with and what I've found. Um, so just to compare React Native itself, the reason why I like it is because obviously it's cross-platform development. You can write code once and most of the code that you, you obviously write will be then rendered onto the screens of uh, Android and your iOS device. So you're basically doing less and less work. I'll put it that way. Mm. Um, so yeah, your, your code is written once and run everywhere. Um, and you also have faster development cycles uh, compared to native apps in uh, React Native. Uh, what else can I tell you? So as I said, it was released in 2015. Um, so your code can be shared across iOS, Android, and Windows. Uh, last thing I would then say about React Native is just that it's quite, I, I don't know if you guys remembered um, when we initially first started, we did a little task where we posted our likes and dislikes. And one of my dislikes was like things like HTML. Do you remember? Yeah. Well, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, fam, like just knowing that, knowing that I can't be bothered to just sit there for hours typing this long syntax and whatnot, um, I think that's where React Native has, this is on the demo as well, it has the upper hand for me, for me on that. So, basically, it's written in JSX, uh, which is JavaScript and XML. Mm. Um, so the code does look like HTML. I'll show you soon. Um, and obviously, you've got your CSS elements as well. Uh, so let me just do a live demo for you guys. Uh, and if you have any questions, that would be cool. And obviously, building up in future, I hope to share an app with you guys, for everybody listening. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you guys will allow me to do um, My guy just leaned into the mic. I rule. I will build an app for you at some point in the future. Yes. Then lean back. You guys hear that, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Clap break. All right, guys. I'm going to demo for you um, what I like about React, uh, React Native specifically, actually. Um, so I'm going to share my screen with you guys. And we're going to go to my terminal. So I've actually already downloaded everything that we needed um, beforehand simply because you guys are aware of all the packages and whatever you need to install. It does actually take a while to set up on um, whatever it is you're setting up. So I have, let's type clear. So I typed all of that. I'm inside um, a project that I created, a React Native project that I created called Awesome Project. Um, so what we're gonna do is run our iOS simulator. Um, alternatively, you can use um, the the barcode here on your physical device, and you can actually use your physical physical device to run um, apps uh, that you're trying to design in React Native. Um, so while this loads, this actually does take some time. So while it loads, um, I'm asking you guys, what is your favorite um, text editor? Oh, sorry, I used to use text editors lacking in in Union everything. I could only get so far with them. I'm so lazy, man. Now I use a VS Code. Um, so yeah, would you would you guys use? Same. I've been using VS Code a lot of work, um, but yeah. work is like teaching me to get a bit more versatile. Mm -hmm. What are you gonna say, Jamal? Before I continue. Same. That's what I'm using currently right now, and I like it. Visual Studio Code. You were saying something before about your workplace. Um, integrating packages, something oh, like yeah. that. Yeah, so basically, because we're Salesforce partner. Um, yeah. So what we do is that if you want to use your IDE, if you want to, so let's say, because we work with orgs now, so you have an org, and what you do is that you um, install a package, a Salesforce um, DX package on your Visual Studio um, Code, and then you use then let's say you want to push that code into your all so you can see some changes then um so once you push it you're going to see it in visual studio code so that's why that's one of that's one of the ways that you can use you know visual studio code in whatever salesforce um um, um work that you're doing 
But sometimes I just use the developer console on the org, which is just basically it's, it's on the org itself. You don't have to go through all the stress of, you know, going through every sort of code and then logging in and being able to push directly to that org, like deploying all your source code to that org. But yeah. Okay. That sounds yeah. complicated. But anyone that's listening and working with Salesforce, yeah, that's just a little insight in the developer side. I think the, the last thing that you brought up, um, Marvin, was being able to use um, the, the terminal command line to directly type code. And that is just why I would hopefully get to that point. Oh, no, it's not that hard. Every single, every um, term, well, at least everything that is uh, either Mac or um, Linux based, well, mm-hmm. Mac are to some extent Linux based or Unix based has a um, inbuilt, um, I know, yeah. you know, code editor. But it's like really easy to start up and get used to because it literally runs the exact same as you'd see on like a text editor. Just a text editor makes it use uh, look a bit more nice of a UI and whatnot, but it's pretty much the exact same. That being said, I don't really know about Windows actually having a um, CLI developer tool or um, text editor that you can just run, like boot up. Because I know that you've got Nano and Vim yeah. And it's actually called Vim or Vi <laughs> or Unix, <laughs> Unix uh, system. So, yeah, it's very interesting. Sorry, Paul, continue. All right. So, this is what you would see when you're starting um, any React Native project. Uh, if you're yeah. at it on your um, physical device, you may think something a bit different, um, just literally something more visually pleasing, uh, a presentation yeah. component, maybe. Um, so, we're going to jump back into the code, wherever that is. And um, delete all this, and I'm just going to show you why I love working with React Native. So, something I struggle with is talking alongside code, and I can't do both. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's when we're watching you, that's the problem. I'm telling you, typing when someone is looking at you is it will mess up your entire fingers. You can't type properly. <laughs> <laughs> about typing out your thoughts why is this person looking at me or something like <laughs> bro some of the horror stories I've had of, I've heard of people like just typing in subconsciously because they're given like a speech or something is ah it's wild <laughs> people type in some mad stuff into their uh, what's it <laughs> like search uh, terminal you see, see most wild stuff come out oh <laughs> I said what I said. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see this? Wow. So, so I'll save that, and you should then see. Well, I don't know if it's, yeah, the fast reload feature, um, which loaded at the bottom. Uh, so that's, again, something I love about React Native. Let me just move this closer to my actual code. Um, and it's kind of out of view now, but you can actually see some text in the top left-hand corner. So let yeah. me go ahead and finish it. Um, so as I said, yeah, this returns some JSS, JSX code, and now you will see me um, just type in a bit of CSS to get the styling. Uh, ew I didn't catch this the first few times you did it this is ill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're going to say um, flex one which takes up all the content in the middle um, I'm going to say line items flex so <laughs> I was so tempted to say it <laughs> <laughs> I felt it. I was like, okay. <laughs> if you don't catch it, I will. <laughs> yeah, now you can see one of my projects with a fast reload feature um, in the middle of our screens. So it should be actually native and creating fast functional components. Um, I, I just love it. I, I love everything about it. I have no complaints. Uh, I can find where I'm at. I'm going to stop sharing my screen. Um, yeah. I think initially, um, back in uni times, um, I tried to work with Xcode, uh, which Xcode is actually a prerequisite for using React Native, by the way. But I tried to do projects straight in Xcode and Swift and whatever mm. it was. Uh, and it was, it was just a struggle. 
um, if you remember back to, if you remember we did a challenge um, when we initially started just based on uh, our likes and dislikes. And I said, like, I dislike HTML um, yep. just because syntax is just mad long and I'm too lazy for that. So I hope that then will then obviously reiterate my point of creating fast presentational components. Um, mm. just, yeah. Uh, yeah, I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Do you guys have anything to say? Um, any thoughts? I'm it's amazing yeah. how... Okay, go on. No, you first. I've used React Native before. I've had a year, well, not a year, well, you could say a year experience, obviously final year. So I do vouch for the magnificence of brilliance and simplicity. It's very straightforward. Not going to lie. If you want to get into mobile app development, I'll say um, React Native. You know, there's tutorials out there that support and, you know, that would just help you get what you want. Mm. Um, and you, Bobby? I was going to say something that people should start looking into. If they do want to start doing web development or app development, start looking into JavaScript. Um, because it does seem to be very much prominent. Like, I, so when I started my workplace, they started showing us the use of JavaScript um, a lot more than we learned in uni because uni just decided to shotgun blast us of everything they could and see if we stood up by the time we actually finished and got a diploma. So when they actually came to this workplace and they were like, okay, JavaScript is really where you're going to be going with it. I was like, okay, cool. But now you start seeing when you were typing in your code, I was like, this looks very similar to some of the stuff um, I'm used to doing on a regular basis that I just understood what you were trying to do. Probably mm -hmm. minus some of the um, framework uses, but I was like, this is, this is actually something I'm very much um, used to seeing, you know? And it's very similar to like Angular because mm -hmm. it all seems to use Node. So it's like, okay, it's very similar to Angular and or um, Express. Well, obviously Express also uses um, JavaScript, but yeah, it's actually really cool. Really cool. Yeah, I mean, um, if you if you go back to where I would type in my import statements, you know, import React from React, import um, view style sheet and uh, text from React Native, those are actually the, the libraries available from, you know, the React Native framework. So going back to the point I was previously making um, on, let's say, a new, a new release comes out, something like dark mode, you actually then have to wait for the React team or whoever it may be to then release that that, um, that feature. And then obviously you, you import that library and you set up whatever it is you have to set up to then get that feature onto, onto your screens. Um, I chose the dark mode uh, example very specifically because when you, if you go online and you hear like critique about React Native, some people would bring up that point um, very specifically that you're always going to be behind native apps and native programmers. Um, so I then went to do my own research just on the dark mode theme itself. And literally the React team, they, they're shocked. They reacted. They were three weeks behind um, to then release that dark mode feature. So, you know, to me, it's an no-brainer in using um, native apps. Over, I mean, sorry, uh, hybrid apps over native apps. Uh, thus, but saying that I am definitely going to go and try uh, Native Act so I can then have a whole rounded opinion based on that. Um, another thing that I actually do like is just the React Native community. There's Bears online um, and the libraries themselves, you know, very detailed. Um, if I was to again then go and develop that app further, I could add things like navigation. So, again, using maybe Twitter as an example, if you could see um, on when you load up the spot, you sign in, they've got the bottom tab navigator. So you go, you go to home stream, your navigation, your notifications, your search and your messages. Uh, that is something you can get from the React Native library. Um, you've got your draw navigator when you click on your profile and it comes out at like a draw width and you've got all those settings there. Um, so yeah, there's a lot. It's actually quite powerful and considering it was only released in 2015. Yeah, I love it. Loving it so far. I find it interesting. I was I was gonna go somewhere else, but before you do, is there anything else that you want to show us or anything like that? Because it does look like it's fairly powerful. I haven't done like mobile development in ages. They, you know, I've been mostly focused on web development. So, is there anything else that you've been seeing? Um, I mean, that will come with time. Um, 
just give you guys, you know, just a little bit. Obviously, I have to clear everything that I discuss with you two before I then go and take it onwards. So I haven't yet done that. So let me stop there. <laughs> okay. I was going to ask you guys, like, just like somewhere in the same field. Obviously, we're now under pandemic and we're locked inside. Have you noticed that some of the web apps that we use have been pushing um, a lot of updates and or a lot of developments recently? Like I've been using, obviously, Instagram now has got, what's it? You can now reply to people's messages through Instagram on web and everything. So that's like an additional oh, thing. You, essentially, they've... Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. They've, they went, pull. Okay, so oh, we can cut this out. Oh. That's I was gonna say if you wanna cut this out because you know when Paul's phone was like yeah, gone <laughs> and he was still replying to us and we were like Paul what's going on but he's replying through Makes Instagram. Yeah you know I'm saying oh, you, you see what I'm saying yeah. it's weird, it's weird, but they've got that now and then YouTube's now got the um um what's it? It's it's the miniature viewer. So the same way on your phone, if you use YouTube, you can slide down when you look at the um the, the video right and the video will just like minimize so you can continue yeah. scrolling and look for content there's yeah. like three updates i've noticed on youtube they've implemented the miniature reviewer on web um, website on the website on the web side of it yeah right? they've that. also added a um key feature so now if you're um because yeah. i'm doing work from home if you now go and you're looking at youtube videos and you want to start queuing up everything you can put it into a queue and then what it'll do is similar to how you'd have like a music playlist it'll then start putting everything in order and playing that and it'll create a mini queue, mini queue that you can now start looking at and then the third point is one that i've almost immediately forgotten but i'll remember and i'll just blurt out when it comes to me but it's something else that i noticed i was like what's go- oh that's what it is okay cool cool <laughs> if you have the chrome viewer right the uh mm-hmm. chrome- Sorry, not Chrome. What kind of nonsense? <laughs> Chrome browser, guys. Yeah, I haven't eaten yet. Speak. If you have um, Chrome browser and you're playing like, because um, I have um, Google Premium, it's not like a boast or anything, but that's why I lose, use a lot of Google-based um, apps. If you're playing a video and then you're playing like music or whatever, at the top right of the screen, what you'll see is the um, you'll be able to essentially control what's going on in that tab without going on to that tab. So wherever you are in the viewer, on the, um, the, the main toolbar, it will show what you're playing. And you can start it, stop it, go on to the next song, pretty much just through like one button click. And you can just quick scroll through like everything that you need to look through. And it just makes life like a ton. Bro, I clocked it and I was like, what is going on? And then like, this was last week, right? I noticed it and I was like, this is, Oh, because pe- we're in quarantine, a lot of people that are developing from home are developing a ton of stuff that we actually need to be working from home. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Instagram's now started upscaling. YouTube is now upscaling, like with, not upscaling, but developing tons of stuff that we're going to start using. So, you know, flip side, do you feel like this quarantine... Well, uh, no, I'm not going to say that. No, no, I can't say that. No, because... <laughs> we can cut out the question. No, no, I'm not going to say it. Like, what, what I was going to say is, um, what's mad is, um, you know, one... I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure the viewers probably could have told what I was going to say, but... I know what question you're going to ask. I'm going to ask it anyway, and then we'll cut it off. We don't need it. <laughs> what were you going to say? Yeah, one, one, one mad thing is that Instagram is made, uh, well, the front end at least, by React Native. It's React Native, um, you know, based app. Uh, as well as Facebook, obviously released by Facebook. If you go into the Facebook marketplace, they've actually changed that a ton. And mm. you know, that was you know, off the back of just um, developing, developing um, React Native. So yeah, it's a very powerful for, for front end. You can then use other back end um, sort of, are they frameworks? So stuff like um, maybe you've got your Firebase, you've got... Um, uh, yeah. You've got all these PHP related uh, <laughs> stuffs that we don't fully understand. We're still new in the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, database services, yeah. Database services, yeah. yeah. Nah, I know. Uh, wait. The question I know Jamal was going to ask is Has, or I think you're going to ask, is has the has coronavirus or the quarantine been good for those of us that are working from home or developing stuff like mobile apps? By the way, Paul, we can we can only see your face right now because you've just screen shared and we're just looking at you. Oh really? 
No, 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 no. If you go on the top right and click, uh, man, and I was wrong. Yeah, <laughs> it's who I was seeing. It. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were still sharing. I was like, why am no, I seeing no. two? He stopped it. Two yeah. pools right now. But no, is that the question you were going to ask, Jamal? It was along the lines. Yeah, has it along the lines of that? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a I think that's a valid question to ask. I think having something like this happen, it is terrible for the fact that people have lost their lives, and you're not like saying that we need um, this kind of thing to happen yeah. ever because it's quite sad. But it's it's in if you look at it on the positive side, you then start seeing that the boat the boat we're in has leaks. Mm. It has holes in places and things that we haven't actually looked at. So now we're starting to see that. Okay, cool. We have, um, okay, well, in America, in America, that's a whole different kettle of fish. That's an entire different system. But now you're starting to see that maybe your GP is probably sending, I've been getting messages from my GP telling me that I can now do all my GP and everything, like all my um, um, stuff online. If I want to see my doctor or anything like that, I mm-hmm. can have correspondence with him online. And I was like, wasn't this available before? And I don't know if it was, but now they're actually pushing it forward as something that can be checked out now online yeah i mean and it's like stuff like that small small stuff where they're like okay maybe if people can't exactly meet in the office now we can actually have proper um um, services that allow for the best um interface and or platform for people to actually discuss and have proper meetings like okay zoom isn't perfect but we're now starting to see why zoom isn't perfect to use because people are now starting to look into it maybe ironically we're using zoom we're not we're not bashing zoom i am not bashing zoom please zoom do not come for me but <laughs> everybody's starting to find like certain errors or maybe um problems with uh, uh security and it's one of the things where you can now find the problems to then reinforce or build on what is there available right now based on based on that do you think there's a conversation to be had um just on let's say like the the amount of money that these companies are sent saving maybe on um boy <laughs> yeah, do, you, do you think there's a conversation to be had on working from yes. home future? <laughs> Bro, yeah, yes, yes. These companies are saving money. Yes. <laughs> they are they are making bank. Uh, I'm going to ask my boss. I should ask my boss because I'm pretty sure my boss is going to be like, because we normally work in the office like very frequently. They want us in the office like to work and have synergy and all of that. I'm talking a lot. Jamal, before I continue, were you going to no. say anything? I'm sorry. Say what you... <laughs> I'm talking bears. <Absolutely>. No. <laughs> but it's, it's, think about it. Not everybody's working in the office. They don't have to pay bills for people to go into the office. They don't have to pay for light. They don't have to pay for excessively for water. They don't have to pay for electricity, security guards, anything like that. Admin, they don't have to really pay. You're the one that's paying now to have office in your house. So... At that point, the only thing they have to worry about is output and how much productivity they're going to get out of you. Yeah, you know I mean, but if you want to keep your job, you're going to continue working. So if you want to get paid, you're going to continue working. You're going to have to have show something, like show something. Those that aren't doing their job work, if they weren't doing it at home, they weren't doing it in the workplace, they're going to have to let them go. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there's the, the, the companies in some ways are winning. Mm. I think you know. some people that I've spoken to are kind of concerned with, um, like you said, their, their productivity, their, their output. But um, when you then consider it, you know, you, you take it back into, into the actual workplace, you may have more meetings, you know, you may have more breaks. So just based on, you know, the levels of yeah. productivity, I don't think there is too much of a disparity uh, between, you know, working from home and working in the office. However, um, a good point you did raise, uh, which I didn't consider, is actually the, the the synergy. Like, of course, you could be on like we are on Zoom with your colleagues while you are working, while you are programming, or whatever it may be. But I think having that office feel, you know, getting out of your home for one, yeah. getting out of your comfort zone. You know, you're in the office. You know that you're just there to work. That's it. Um, it's it's hit and miss, but I, I do definitely think that more companies should adopt um, maybe a policy just to work from home like a couple of times a week, a couple of times a month. I think it makes more sense point. a couple yeah. times a week. Couple of times. Sorry, Jamal. No, you do have a fair point about working, like, you know, pushing out that policy, working from home, like a couple of times a month. 
you know. Can I make? I think it was Idris Elba, a man from the same country that I am. So let me just. We know. Um, yeah, we know. Big up Sierra Leone. <laughs> when this guy wants to talk about iPhone, <laughs> he will throw me under the bus. <laughs> no. <laughs> Without any hesitation, he'll kill me. But me, I want to talk about Idris Elba. Let me land. Anyway. <laughs> but he he did, like, at some point, was, was it a couple of weeks ago, say that as we should all be um, um, doing, like, quarantine, like, this kind of period. Oh, he got, he, he got slandered for that statement, you know? He got what for that statement? As in, like... Yeah, as he got bashed for it, he got you know, he got backlash for it. What did he say? Sorry, finish. He I said that. Yeah, not verbatim. I can't say verbatim. I don't know what was what was it that he said specifically because Jamal knows. Or at least basically said how. Know. I think he said every year. I'm not sure if it's every year or every every year we should have a week where you know every, the whole world just works from home, like how we are right now. We should just do that to like to. Um, oh, you know, like when you like a pre- oh, commemorate, commemorate that's the word, commemorate. Oh, I see. So, it's just in remembrance of, yeah, remembrance. yeah. Why is such why is that such a mad thing to say? Why did he get attacked for that? That's what I'm about to ask. Why did he get attacked for it? Because who wants to be working? I guess so for those people that are complaining, they don't want to be working at home, they want to be free, they want to go out. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to be okay. laws like this. Okay. Let me let me look at it this way, right? For those of us that possibly, maybe, have to travel far into London and pay ticket for however many weeks a year, I'm just thinking, maybe, don't attack me, hey, just share of ideas. So possibly. Yeah, go on. <laughs> possibly. What if you just stayed at home and not have to pay for travel, for food that day? You don't have to worry excessively. Pool breeze. <laughs> come back. Come back. You don't have to think about any. You just get up. You work. You chill. Right? You don't have to go too far. It's good. Right? I don't... I'm just looking at it from the monetary standpoint. If I had to work from home, then again, I don't pay bills. I, let me actually just think about it properly. I do, I do definitely think there's a case study to be made, though. Yeah, because I feel like... And I feel like it's a, it's a valid, you know, debatable... Um, it's a debatable point. Debatable. Like, you don't have to go into work. It's a, How about a week of, you don't have to go into work, you can if you want to? It's not a must. No one's going to do it. I said if you can. If it's... I mean, it's either that or the NHS wages... Is it with that or what? Huh? Increase. I said, is it with that or you in- increase the NHS wages in yeah. commemoration? Yeah. Wait, no. Okay, time out, time out, time out, time out. That's a separate, that's a separate discussion. <laughs> that's a separate discussion. We, sh- we, we, it's not either or. There's no either or. Raise the NHS wages. Full stop. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. There is no, if <laughs> someone is working for right. anything that requires our health to be on place. point. Yeah. yeah. They, they need more money. I don't care. Facts. Simple. There's no two ways to buy it. Now, when it comes, what, Jamal, you said, sorry, Paul, we've taken this off onto one whole tangent and we've got three minutes before this thing cuts. But <laughs> what were you about to say that nobody would do it? As in what, nobody would go into office? Some pe- Is that what you're saying? No, what I was trying to say was that if you give the people, oh, you can if you want, you know, um, more, most people will go out. You get but for, for one week, for one week, you don't have to go in. I feel like most, I feel like there will be a divide. Like for me, I'll stay in, but I know some people will go into work, innit? Okay. Because I'm, I'm more on the side that I'll just be like, I'm, I'm staying up. That's a week's worth of traveling, food out. Ooh, yeah. I'm chilling. <laughs> out of the whole 365 it's calm man just oh. one week calm. during that week don't quote me on this I may not necessarily do it 
But if I so happen to accidentally appear in a different country, I'm so and my laptop is there with me, no, I am but that's not the subject. I am. Where are you at? I might, I might just be in Ibiza, but I'm still working. We don't need to talk about it. I am so dead. I'm doing it, bro. But the thing is, that if, you give, if you want to come on, um, wow, come on, <laughs> fam. That's how you know I need to eat, man. <laughs> bro, it's okay. If you want to come back, that, you have to enforce it. You have to enforce It'll- it. You can't just give people you can if you want. No. If, you want appreciate, if you want to appreciate what's going on, not appreciate, but like, you know. You know oh, commemorate. Yeah, yeah, commemorate what's going on right now. Then you have to do Elf. put out, bro. Yeah. Everyone should work for no. Boom. Yeah, no, that's, that's the thing. Everybody. No, but I feel like you can say everybody can, should work from home. Regardless, you can say if you want to, you can work from home. You don't have to. I would say, logically, you can go into the office. But it's not necessary. People, mm. it's just for one week. Okay. One week, right? There's 52, 52 weeks in a year. There's 52 weeks yeah. in a year, right? For one of them, one, a total of 120, what, eight, seven hours. No, I'm wrong. Be wrong. 20, 24 times seven. Anyway, however many hours, I, I'm going to like one yam when someone comes <laughs> to come and tell me how many hours there are. They've got to the calculator. <laughs> no. <laughs> On the, on the other hand, right, what do you do about, you know, um, let's say uh, the cleaners that have to come in to clean the offices, you know, them taking a week off work? Ah, uh, okay, so for people yeah, like that. So okay, yeah. There definitely should be a case study going into it, um, but just based on how it's actually going to work. That's a very valid point because people still need to get paid on that kind of front. And even then, people that do those kind of jobs even need to get paid a bit more. Like, not it's not that like we're gonna try and make people aspire to be like in those roles. But if you're gonna do those roles, they're they're key. They are key to being in our kind of jobs as well. Like, full stop. Wow, I didn't actually think about that. I was really thinking about that. Was really selfish of me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you learn. Oh my money. (laughs) Place uh, to leave the app. This has been the technology podcast. Thanks for listening.